this is exciting. One of our biggest holdings is finally being added to the S&P. We thought it could happen a couple months ago. Tesla met all the requirements, liquidity, market cap, profitability. Um, we knew it would happen eventually. And yesterday, after market hours, the S&P Dow Jones Indices Company made it official. Tesla is being added to the S&P 500 on December 21st. Within seconds of hearing that news, we were buying more Tesla stock, more than a million dollars worth after hours. The stock price shot up more than 10%. Seems to be holding on to most of that. It's uh, still up more than five, six, seven percent right now. Tesla had, um, basically, Tesla has a market value well over $400 billion. That means Tesla is going to be among the most valuable companies ever added to the index. On day one, they are going to be larger than 95% of the other companies in the S&P 500. So what does all this mean for the stock? What, what, are we, what are we looking at here? Today on Dumb Money Live, our thoughts on the S&P 500 effects, how much of this is already priced into the stock, and what we're doing now that Tesla is being added to the S&P. This is Dumb Money Live. With Chris Camillo, Dave Hansen, and Jordan McLean, streaming live on YouTube. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. So some fun facts for you. There are around $4 trillion in index funds that purely track the S&P 500. Total market cap of the 500 companies that make up the index, around $30 trillion. So now that it's official, index funds need to buy around $50 billion of Tesla stock and sell a little of the other 499 companies to make room for Tesla in their funds. Also, actively managed funds that try to beat the S&P and usually fail, they need to decide what they want to do. Are they going to buy Tesla just to keep up? After hours last night, uh, Chris, Jordan, I know that my Tesla stock was up by an entire new fully decked out Model X, including the self-driving upgrade. Chris, I think that you are up around three Model 3s. Is that right? Yes, I was up three Model 3s. <laughs> Yesterday, last night, though that includes all my Tesla, uh, no longer am I up three Model threes well, well, you, actually, you did you know buy what? in when when it was uh in the process of jumping up and you got a pretty good price because it kept going up but now uh it was up as much as like 12 13 14 now it's up seven and a half ish yeah it's still I'm pretty amazing technically on the new shares i bought yesterday day, but i am up still at least one and a half model threes that's um, nice but I'm, I, I think yeah. I might have to um, like deselect the uh, self-driving feature in order to uh, still get my free Model X right now. But <laughs> I'm still up so much in this stock since I bought it. That was um, that, that was did, a model that was a Model X in one night, right? Yeah. But now that we have a date, uh, December twenty-first, and fund managers know what they need to do. What what does it mean for normal people like us? What what is going to happen okay, to this can stock? Can I just say this? Yeah. I, I have a beef with Money YouTube. Okay. Do you? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. What? You you have a beef with Money YouTube? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And you know what it is? So last night, you know, I looked at YouTube for this Tesla stuff, right? And I, there are so many videos about Tesla breaking into the S&P 500. Tesla is skyrocketing. And this is my issue with Money YouTube. On what? You know, part of me loves the fact that we now have so many personalities on YouTube that are getting into the money game, getting into the investing game, right? And they're just having conversations about investing and stocks and the stock market and Tesla and Apple and 
ah, all these companies. I love it. It's my dream scenario. At the same time, fin yeah, finally people are excited and talking about the stuff that we've been excited and talking about for decades. I know, but Dave, the problem is I watched a few of these videos and they're basically just reading the news. They're just reading the news to you in video. Like, okay, like if we just came on today, there's no chance I'm going to come on the show today and just read, hey, here's what it means that Tesla's getting added to the S&P 500. Dude, you could, you could find that out on Google in like 25 seconds and move on with your life. Actually, do some real research. Do now, some now, real work. Some right? of, like, you can't you can't just throw all money YouTube under the bus like that because no, I not. I thought Meet Kevin did a really good. He did a live stream where he yeah he had to kind of tell the story of what happened, but he also was talking about what his analysis was and the the trends that he sees when when the stock goes in these cycles of twenty day kind of like twenty day runs and then holding flat and like I, I feel like he did a he had a really good take on and that's good the story and he was one of the like, first ones like that i saw make a video videos out about tesla and it's just all this noise and it just it blocks out the real conversation the real analysis on what does this actually mean and how are you going to trade this or not trade it right like that's what i want to talk about today like yeah. i want to i want to really get to the bottom of what why did i buy a million dollars of tesla last night that's what i did um, and by the way, I, I wish it was going better right now. It's just not. It's it's technically down from what I bought it at last night. But there's a reason why I bought a million dollars of Tesla, right? Yeah. And 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 you did just, it instantly just upon seeing the headline because we all subscribe yeah. to multiple Twitter accounts that tweet important market moving headlines to us, and and we have alerts turned on. And within within a minute of seeing that tweet, I got a text from you saying that you bought a million dollars worth of Tesla. I didn't buy that you, like four forty. Did, didn't you already have a million dollars yeah, worth of Tesla? Actually, I mean, I got in high. I mean, not it closed way higher than that. It closed in the four fifties. Uh, but there are two reasons. One, it's impossible to know how the market's going to react initially. I thought I had at least a 20-second edge on the majority of the market hearing about this because yeah. I got I traded it pretty quick, and that's what happened. And it ended up floating up about 10 more points from yeah. where I bought it. No, you, you, you've I mean, got so, I mean, had you had you been a market timer, you could have gotten in and out before yes, the day yeah. and, and, and locked in some profits. Decision. Yeah. And I had to make that decision. I think today's conversation is less about that, and it's more about why am I keeping the million dollars of Tesla that I bought last night. And I, I thought about this quite a bit last night. I was like, okay, what do I do now? Should I just flip out of this for a quick Model 3? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> get my, I got my Model 3 and get out? Or, yeah. I mean, or, early it looked like a good trade. I mean, it opened this morning at 460, and then uh, it's just yeah, been sliding it opened ever at since, 460. But... Yeah, that would have been awesome. Like, I could have sold out this morning at 460. I, two, I bought an extra 2,000 shares, right? So that would have been about 30,000 bucks. So really not necessarily a Model 3. But it, it, it would have been, with the other money I made on my initial Tesla that I've owned for a while, yeah, it's a, definitely, a, it's a Model 3 and a half. Or two Model 3s this morning. But but this this in general, the market time. is down today. Um, you know, if you look at the, uh, just flat to down, uh, Apple's down a little most of my like half of my stuff's red half of my stuff's green today so it's like one of those days where still a seven percent up move for tesla is like fantastic yeah, 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 my, yeah. my account's about even today just about even mine, mine would that, be if gan hadn't pooped 14 yeah. <laughs> yeah. percent 
I love Steady Jordan. Like we could be having the greatest day or the worst day, and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm up, yeah, I'm up I'm like a half a percent up, every single day for the rest of my life. We're we're getting beaten to death. He's like, yeah, my count's down three quarters of a percent today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do crazy stuff. Nine percent, ten percent of my life's work is erased. Okay, so this is really important. I, I want to get this across. You know I've said in the past that I believe I believe that the market doesn't quite understand or know how to price in anomaly black swan events. Yes. Okay. Events that the market hasn't seen before. So uh, you know, the pandemic was one of those events, right? We get these events from time to time. I tr you know, there are companies like that. Peloton is one of those companies, Tesla was one of those companies, right? Uh, these are companies that completely change the landscape of that industry sector. Now, this S&P event, we know for a fact the market has never experienced anything even remotely close to this before. That's this right. is a mechanical transactional event that is so much larger in scope than anything that the stock market has ever tried to process, right? Dave, what, what's the what's the estimate? I think it was a Deutsche Bank. Who came out with the estimate this morning saying it was what ninety five million to one hundred and twenty five million shares would have to be purchased. I think ninety five million by passive funds. Yeah, another twenty five. I didn't see the share count. I I just saw that it was about a fifty billion dollar just for the passive funds that directly mirror the S&P. And there's yeah. so many other things that indirectly are affected by the S&P that, I mean, to, to have, we've, we've never had, uh, I mean, in at least a decade, a company of this size jumping into the top 10 of the S&P on day one, right? It's just, it hasn't happened. We don't, we yeah, don't so know how to. Do, do, we know, do we know mechanically how that happens? Like, are they already acquiring shares, these guys? So here's they, the deal. No, here's the deal. They um they've actually asked the um the investment community what the what to do, and basically they've given two options. They can either do a full float adjusted market cap all at once on December 21st, which would be just like the whole, what happens, yeah. or potentially do it in two rounds, one on December 14th, and then again on the 21st. So like ease into it half and half. Or could they do like a could could Tesla do an offering that's like direct for this? Is that possible? I mean, oh, 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 an off, yes, like a, like a fund, oh, yeah, that would be, a, yeah. They probably will. They yeah. probably will, Jordan. And remember, they the conversation was, oh, let's let's hold that off for just a mix. I think that's an important conversation to have. Yeah, but. Go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say like a little history lesson because um, yeah. we haven't seen this type of event. But when I was uh, starting my career and working at Yahoo back in December of 1999, there that was when the when Yahoo was added to the S&P 500. And there were five days between when they announced that Yahoo was going to be added and when it actually happened. And that was kind of an anomaly kind of deal at the time because Yahoo was this this little tech company that out of nowhere had this huge valuation. Um, and during those five days, the stock went up 64%. And I, I know that personally because uh, my first day working at Yahoo was the day that it was added to the S&P. And that was when my employee stock options were priced like at the 
after the 64% run up, but it oh, did wait, continue you got to go up. On that, right? Oh, I totally got screwed. Um, I remember it, that. it continued to go up, and like those those options that I thought, oh, God, I can't believe that I got these options at this price. Is it possible to like sell some puts to protect, like to lock it in? But these were unvested and this vesting schedule and all of that. Um, but the stock continued to go up, and within like six months after that, I was a paper millionaire just on. Like I was, I was not a high-level employee. I was, I was pretty much. This was my first real job. I, had, I started a little company and sold, it. but this is my first real job. So I, I was a millionaire, but I could not sell it because none of it had vested. And by the time I had enough vested, it it was underwater in those options. They kept throwing more at me, but that was that was like some options that I never fully got any value out of my million dollar. Option grant. And Dave, that was nothing compared to this. This is ten percent of Tesla's market cap needs to be acquired by the S and P. Uh, that also means they need to sell fifty billion dollars of other stock. But here's the thing, guys: we do not know how hard this is going to be for institutions to accomplish this mechanical trait, right? Yes. And so does that mean that Tesla is definitely going to go up considerably between now and mid-December because of this transaction? No, it doesn't. There's so many factors, right? There, there are, they can, Jordan, what you just said, Tesla can come out and say, hey guys, we're going to raise $20 billion. We're going to issue $20 billion of shares and that could free up a tremendous amount of de uh, 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 of demand because of all this new supply they're putting. I mean, out. I would think that would be a good idea for them to do, anyways. Why not? When their share price is so high, just go ahead and raise some capital. So, Jordan, they did it last time. Remember, they did yeah. it a couple months ago yeah. when their stock price sp spiked because of this. When we thought they were going to get added to the S and P, right? They were able to raise five billion really quickly. Yeah. Um, maybe they raise another ten or fifteen or twenty. Who knows? Also, guys, this is the best opportunity for a, a large fund that's looking to exit Tesla, to exit Tesla into strength. So if you're looking to get rid of $2 billion or $5 billion or $7, $8 billion of Tesla, or if there's multiple funds that are looking to sell combined $5, $10, 15000000000 billion of Tesla, $20 billion, they can do that privately, right? They can they can exit large swap deals. They yep. can do that off market. Um, there are big enough buyers really out there right now, way. which which normally you know trying to move five billion dollars of stock is is difficult. But right now, there's yeah, this, this is a massive, massive need event that uh, they get to take advantage of because they know who the buyers are. You yep. they literally can call up. Hey, S&P fund number seven, <laughs> we know that you need to personally buy $3 billion of Tesla. And if you go do that on the open market, we all know what's going to happen. I will sell it to you right now for you know 1% over what it's trading at next week or whatever it is, right? That's how these deals get done. And, and they've had more time so to think about it, right? They have another month before it actually happens, but they've had a couple of months since the qualification event until the announcement event. So they, I'm sure there's a lot of these deals already in place, figuring out how they're going to swap all of these shares. But still, this is just, it's unheard it's, of. It's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. And, and I think if I have to choose what is more likely to happen, is it more likely that 
Tesla is going to raise $15 billion and a lot of private transactions, and this is all going to go smoothly, and it's going to be really easy to accumulate $50 billion of Tesla stock and not push the price up? Or is it more likely that this thing will be a cluster, funds will get caught up in it, funds will get anxious, there will be multiple times in the next month uh, when we'll just kind of see this artificial demand, right? I see this, guys, as the ultimate one-month tailwind, okay? I, I, that's how I'm viewing this trade. Yeah. It's the Does it mean I'm going to make money on the trade? Not necessarily. But does it mean I have this tailwind? Yes. I feel really comfortable oh, keeping that $1 million of Tesla, that extra $1 because I'm going to keep the other Tesla that I've had for a while, right? I feel really comfortable keeping this $1 million of Tesla for the next two to four weeks, okay, because I know I have this unpredictable black swan tailwind that, and I know for a fact that nobody knows exactly how it's going to go down because no way on earth would the S&P have put out feelers to their to the fund saying, guys, we don't, <laughs> we know, don't know how, to how do this it. is going to work. Yeah. Do you want us to split it up into two buckets so that we don't create some catastrophe where the stock skyrockets because there's not enough sellers? And they're like, literally, they're, 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 they're doing that. Like, they did that. Yeah. Right? And so what so, happens to the rest of the stocks? So are, are they going to be liquidating um, just large amounts of the rest of the stocks in the portfolio to be able to they deal will. with this? They will. But if you think yep. about it, there's 499 others, and uh, what, the top five holdings of, or the top five uh, weightings of the uh, S&P account for some well, that's crazy massive so, like, percentage. They're going to be liquidating mostly like their biggest liquidation of it will be Apple, right? So is there a short yes, liquidation Jordan, play for Jordan, Apple? Jordan, they're going to dump one stock, and 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 it is thought that the stock they're going to dump is roughly $4 billion market cap, right? So so that's there's a few different oil Well, yeah, companies. but so they've got to dump that stock, but they've also got to like, they've also got to lighten up on a yeah. lot of apps. The whole thing really. gets reweighted. Right. Well, it's well, it's reweighted. Well, yeah, but it's Dave, it's still $46 billion of other stock that they yeah. ne then need to sell. It will get reweighted, but they will need to kind of sell that stock across the board. So just the S and remember, we talked about this this summer when we thought Tesla was going to get added. It's it's a net negative for the S and P in general. I mean, does that mean that you 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 short the S and P? I'm or do you just short Apple, that. the biggest holding, right? That's um, going to be liquidated the most of. Yeah, it is Jordan, but it's one of those things where it's like it it, it becomes a headwind for all the other stocks in the S and P. Right. It's a headwind. But the head if you're going to trade the headwind on Apple because of this, the tailwind for Tesla is like 20 times bigger than the headwind for any of those other stocks in the S&P. Because yeah. think about that. The, the headwind is getting divided amongst a lot of different stocks. And yes, Apple is one of the largest. But the tailwind is all focused around one individual stock. So I'm not saying not to short Apple, but if I'm going to trade the mechanics of this transaction, to me, all the concentration is around Tesla in terms, if you're going to trade the mechanics of it, right? So I'm not going to mess with Apple or shorten the S&P. I'm just going to focus on where all the concentration is. And I don't like, listen, I don't know how this is going to play out. Nobody does. Anyone that's out there saying, hey, this is exactly how it's going to play out is just pulling crap from the clouds okay like 
because we don't know. All I know is that there's there's an unknown there's an unknown tailwind that maybe will significantly help Tesla uh, stock over the next two to four weeks, depending on how it all plays out, right? And that's yeah, it. That's it. That's my trade. I mean, that's why I'm staying in. So, and I have as know. much uh, Tesla stock as I can possibly uh, justify in my mind, and I was considering some options. Because, like you say, you're in it for a finite period. You have this this three to four week period that that would typically to me be like this is perfect for options. But I can only imagine what the premiums are. I haven't even looked because I just figured that the premiums for options on this right now are at the all time high. Dave, I love that for the I don't want to say the first time in my trading career, but really the last few years we've. You know, I'm finally at a point where I don't have to buy options. Remember, like options has been my entire life for 30 years. I, you know, I wanted the big games, right? I yep. wanted those big, I want, you know, I, I wanted to make a lot more money than I had. So I was, would always trade options. I love it that now I can throw millions or even 10 million into a trade, right? And I'm not reliant on these crazy option premiums because every time I make a trade, Dave, I always look at the options for I, yeah. my brain always goes there. I go look at the options. I look at the premiums and how and much how much the stock has to go up just to break even on the option is like it's it's but, like but reason enough not to do it. Thing. It's a 2020 thing because option premiums are so much higher than they were in the last 20 years this year. Like so my mind is used to seeing option premiums 30 to 40 percent lower than where they are now for for a for a reasonably um you know similar type of vol volatility situation for for a stock but all the new robin hood traders all the get rich traders all the youtube money guys right like everyone's talking about options there's so many people trading options i'll never forget when i was laughing at our admin at our at our you know leon who, who helps manage our discord channel when he bought those stupid tesla options at like 700 Tesla's trading at 350 bucks a share. And I was, yeah. I was like, and he's buying these crazy out of the money. And you, you, as, as someone who has a lot of history trading options, you're like, that is insane. And I'm pretty sure he you remember that? made good money Jordan, on them. Do you remember when I texted you, Jordan? I texted you Leon's Facebook yep. post. I said, should we, should we have an intervention with him? Because this kid is going to lose so much money. <laughs> Two weeks later, Tesla had doubled. Who knew? His option, I literally thought I lost my mind. I'm like, do I need to like, am I now like an old, one of these old school grandpa market guys that just doesn't understand how things work anymore? Like, is well, this I how mean, it's going to be? It's not even just that, but just the volume of options is surpassing the volume of uh, actual shares being traded. It's wild, dude. Yeah. And so like, I just, I, I don't know. I have a really hard time pulling the trigger on options these days. Unless I'm really high conviction in something, right? Like I was in Peloton, a couple others over the summer, but this is not an options trade for me. I, you know, I, I I like to believe that I'll I'll be in the positive here at some point over the next two to four weeks, like I was this morning. <laughs> I like, right now, I'd like to get back to where we were this morning. Quite honestly, I'd be very happy at 460. So, um, so Chris, just some uh, some questions coming in through the chat. Uh, this is Andres wants to know. Uh, if the average investor should just stick with equity as opposed to options, and then No Show Joe wants to know why option premiums have gone up. Okay, well, first of all, 
before I answer this, we're not financial advisors, so we're not going to tell you what to do because I don't know your risk tolerance. And even if I did, we're not licensed to do that, yeah. right? And, and um, really, what, what the average investor should do, there, there is no average investor, right? Everybody has well, their own unique situation. The, smaller, the small, like what would we have done 20 years ago? And the truth is it, it depends on what our goals were. Like for me, I was a go big or bust trader. Like yeah. I was only interested in making two to 10 X my money or 20 X my money. Otherwise I was happy to lose my money. So I was always trading options. The problem is that there are so many new option traders this year. And I don't mean people writing options. I mean, people actually buying, buying going long mm -hmm. options, long calls or long puts, meaning you're buying the option that there's an artificial demand just on options. And a lot of these new option traders are new to the options world. They don't really fully understand the risk premium that they're paying. And quite honestly, the way things have worked out this year, they've been right more than wrong. Meaning even though they're paying ridiculous premiums on options, the some of these stocks have moved so much that they're, they've done well. So now they think it's okay to continue to pay those premiums, right? It's it's trained so like, a new generation me, of like, option yeah. traders in, in in a way that has not historically been the norm, right? And maybe who knows? Maybe we're this, in a new world yeah. where everything's going to be, you know, like this. But was the stock moving because of all the options um, activity lately? Yeah, that too. Right. It's it's so, because these market makers have to have to you know buy up a bunch of shares whenever there's. Uh, you know, a ton of calls on the table. And so we saw that a... when, what was, was it, was it SoftBank or one of the uh, companies was doing that, cr all these crazy options positions that forced the yep. market to go up? It was like a, mm -hmm. it was a long squeeze. Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Daper Romeo, why not one million on Neil? Well, I have half a million on Neil almost. I mean, is that not enough? It's a Chinese company. I'm not going to invest as much in a Chinese company that I do on Tesla. And their earnings but, are after hours today. Is that right? Or I don't yeah, even know. I'm what like time is in China right now? I don't know. I think they're after. I, I think I don't know. After hours or late night tonight. I don't know. When I think it's late night tonight. That's. I think that's what I read. But, and so I'm supposed to buy. I bought half of my position yesterday. I'm going to buy the rest after. By the way, Tuan Lei, Dave, how about that Bitcoin we got? <laughs> <laughs> how about that it? Turned, that's looking good, right? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I have these pushy. These pushy Bitcoin crypto people in my life that just 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 guilt me into buying this stuff. I'm so happy that I have those people in our circle now where I just kind of feel pressured to be to get involved. Chris, by the way, did you realize that one when we did that Pokemon trade, one of the guys that was sitting there on my back patio, like who fronted the money to buy that box, he's the guy who invented coin market cap. That's like that's like a, a crypto celebrity. <laughs> yeah, you got his cell phone number. He didn't. He yeah, tell he, gave you me, if he, ever need to do he said if I ever want to do like, anything uh, altcoin, Bitcoin, you know, what, what do you call crypto related? Just call him up. We should we should have him on the show sometime. I guess I still don't really. I don't know. Like I don't know that they know anything more than non crypto people when it comes to crypto because the whole thing's so new. It's like I don't know. I don't know. I'm just glad. I'm just I'm glad that it. we're in it. Yeah. And that I, I repositioned my uh, my whole portfolio into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And I probably need to rebalance that at, this, at some point. 
I don't know. I uh, yeah, we should start the dumb coin, Todd. Uh, side back. Yeah, we'll, maybe, maybe, maybe Leon are, will are help us. ICOs still a thing? Initial coin <laughs> I offerings? No, I don't want anything to do with it. I got my Bitcoin. I'm happy. It is what it is. So just just to kind of re review here, guys. Um, you know, I think Dave has a lot of Tesla. He didn't. You didn't get any more. I did. Jordan but I still have... waiting on the sideline, waiting for his entry point. He's still a huge Tesla fan, though. Huge Tesla fan, right, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I love Tesla. I think they're a great company. Um, um, Dave, I was trying to find that uh, my favorite tech, my favorite uh, video ever of Dumb Money, my favorite Dumb Money moment that I texted out to Varsity since we're doing a Tesla episode, the one that I texted to y'all. Oh, did you? Um, Are you I'm talking to me? You're telling me I should be looking for something? Oh, wait. Uh, I got it. Hold on. I mean, I don't know if you could even like... Is it a link? I don't know if you have any way to even put it up there, but it's... Guys, I mean, I definitely cannot put up the uh, varsity chain because of some of the uh, things that, that have been going on back and forth in that. What? I just I just texted to you, Dave. I don't know if there's a way to put it on, but it's the greatest, oh. Oh. The greatest Tesla moment Let me in see Dumb if I can history. open this in a browser. <laughs> Sorry. It looks like it's going to be super low resolution. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to turn this into making fun of me for not buying something. I'm I mean, not I, you know, I you. own tons of stocks that are all doing really well. I know. I don't I own this know. one that is, happens to also be doing moment, well. Though. I don't really care. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Anyway, I am listen, I am down on my Tesla position from last night. But that maybe not it's at 444 now, so you're only down oh, a couple dollars now. points away. Yeah. Guys, for I think some people tune in late. For those of you all tune in late, the reason why I'm sticking with it for the next few weeks is because I believe there is more of a chance that this mechanical concentration that is a big black swan unknown in terms of how the market actually transacts 50 billion of Tesla is more likely to push Tesla stock up in the next three weeks than push it down. It's not a lock. It's not a high conviction trade. I wouldn't even say it's medium conviction for me. It's low conviction. But that's my thesis. That's my thesis as to why I'm staying in Tesla with an extra million in Tesla. Um, we'll see how it works out over the next few weeks. Here it is. I don't know if you're going to have sound, but let's try it. No sound. There's no sound. Oh, no. Wait. wait uh, what if I play the sound while, while you're playing? There's no way you're going to be able to sync that. Hang, hang on, hang on. I'm pretty sure that... Somebody's hearing sound because I'm seeing it on the meters, but I'm not hearing it in my ear, and I don't think you guys oh, are either. I, I don't know how to. Right. Guys, do you, did you have sound on that video? Safari sound needs to go to one, and then I'm going to. The problem is you really should have um, superimposed so. the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme on top yeah, of it. Jordan, I'm sorry, Jordan. Do that another time and get this back in the show. You got to do that. Everybody's saying no sound. Okay, we will. Uh, oh, somebody said they have sound. I who knows? Hey, we should actually maybe have a pre-production meeting before we have a uh, show, so that I know that you're gonna throw a link at me. What? I can totally well, have that queued up. That like, and what kind of resolution is this? Is this like um? So somebody is took that a, a screenshot took, of a screenshot. A little, yeah, they took a video with their phone of their computer monitor. Okay, well, next time we um, we need to be a little more prepared. Can we pull this... that from the episode? We got to find that in the episode. Yeah, for sure. Point. And we can even put the the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm music at the end because it's it's oh, hilarious. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know it's an inside joke right now, but but when you see this clip and it's 
all its glory, it is the most magnificent clip in <laughs> Dumb Money history. Uh, and you'll find, just make sure you guys subscribe and also hit the notification bell so you know when we put this up next to so you, because you don't want to miss it. I, I promise you. Um, so that's my thesis on Tesla. Right or wrong, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to close my eyes and like not look at Tesla price for like the next three weeks, okay? Well, I'm going to keep looking at Tesla price because I'm interested. And look look at this. It's it's coming back up. It's up 9% now. Oh, that, that's nice. 445. Oh. You're, you're almost back to par. Uh, almost. Yeah. Jordan, what do you, Jordan, what do you think about the Amazon pharmacy news today? Um, I think it's super interesting, right? Um, they, uh, I mean, it's obviously it's another, um, it's another revenue source for them, but also, um, they're going to eat in and try to be a discount pharmacy for people that don't have insurance, which I think is super interesting. Wait, um, only for non-insurance? I don't get no, it. No, so they're going to, they, they might attack the good RX model, um, where they can discount, um, certain like non, uh, like if you don't go through your insurance, um, you can get a cheaper rate on some of the, um, uh, pharmaceuticals. Because they have crazy buying power, right? They've got crazy buying power. Yeah. And if you're not going through, um, insurance, I mean, these, this, it's a big, I mean, pharmaceuticals are insane. You've got like insurance rates and non-insurance rates and then like bulk rates and like the whole thing's a nightmare. So hopefully they can get in with technology and actually make some sense of the whole thing. But let me ask you this, like how my insurance, I don't think is going to take Am like Amazon pharmacy. Like how does it, when does that happen? Why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't take, my insurance doesn't take CVS. They only take Walgreens, right? I mean, Walgreens so, oh, doesn't really? take your insurance. Wait, and that's because C CVS? That's because CVS owns an insurance oh, wait, company. We uh, yeah, we get we get Abigail stuff from CVS. That's just down the street. Okay, well, I know at one point they didn't take Walgreens, but then Walgreens said yes. Okay, so you think that Amazon will probably all of them will probably partner with Amazon, and we can get our stuff from Amazon? Just like why would I go back to a pharmacy again then? Ever? Totally. I think that I think that Amazon will fight to uh, ex accept all of the insurance. Right? They'll yeah. negotiate the deals and probably with their buying power have. Uh, who knows if they like think about the the pharmacies you have the giants you have cvs and walgreens and, and those companies and you have like walmart and everybody who's a pharmacy now is huge there's there's no small mom and pop pharmacies for the most part and yeah you so got, you're I mean, all you've competing. got costco in the mix yeah and they're all kind of national I mean, brands yeah how does amazon loot how is this not a game changer for amazon this is a massive massive market right i mean it's just Dave, won't you get all your stuff from Amazon? Why would I go to a pharmacy if I could just have it delivered to my house? Which right. is already, so, I mean, your local pharmacies, most of them are delivering right now. Do you know, guys, that going to Walgreens is like one of the last things that I'm still doing is like picking up prescriptions all the time for my family. Like that's like one of the last things I get in my car and drive and do that's like kind of ridiculous. I would love to like move transition that to Amazon. I we actually have I some of our stuff delivered right now, um, and it's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah, we still have to go for a few things to get for Abigail. Uh, I have those Amazon calls that I bought. I mean, I'm so disappointed in Amazon. They were they opened up beautifully. Now they're only up seventeen bucks. I mean, it's it's not. 
<sighs> disappointing, ridiculously <laughs> disappointing. Uh, I mean, my calls are probably okay. I'm probably not up in them anymore. But I just I love this for Amazon. I mean, I love the move. I'm sh- I'm shocked that Amazon's not up more. Quite honestly, uh, I think the most interesting thing about Today. The biggest thing is it's just like is it is it that much more revenue for? Or is it just is it just incremental revenue? You know, it's um, it's, it's a new, it's, just, it's a new thing that they they sell basically everything, and it's the one right. thing that they haven't been able to sell, and now they can sell right. So to me, it's it's a huge new market, although they'll probably do what they have always done and be like a loss leader and negotiate terrible margins for themselves at first, and then be able to maybe make it up in volume. You know. Okay, so yeah. Walgreens Walgreens does about 140 billion in revenue, but of course most a lot of that, most of it, I don't even know how much of it is just regular stuff in the store, right? But let's I mean, just say all the big ones combined are probably like 5-600 billion a year. That's huge. Let's say the pharmacy piece of that's probably a third of it, so maybe 130 to 200 150 to 200 billion a year in pharmacy revenue. I could see Amazon taking a quarter of that. I could see it being a 50 billion dollar a year ad for Amazon. That's that's significant. I don't know what margins look like in that world, but whatever they are, I'm sure Amazon will make the margins. You know, they'll, they'll operate it more efficiently. They still CVS is down like nine percent today. What? Yeah. CVS is down nine percent. Well, that's just so interesting. It barely moved the needle for Amazon, but it destroyed all the losers, right? Well, I think that makes sense, right? Totally because makes these sense. are smaller companies that rely on that. And this is, like I said, it's just incremental revenue for Amazon. And of course, yeah. they're going to go after. It's not good. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be in Walgreens or CVS right now. That, that's <laughs> for sure. It's it's not it's not good. We should bring Chase on the show to talk about this. I know he's really in tune with the whole pharmacy supply chain and all the players in it and who would get impacted the most. Well, There's I'm surprised Costco's not players. reacting adversely to it. Who? What, which one? Costco. Yeah, but they. Costco. They... Well, yeah, and I think that's ridiculous. But I mean, ScriptRx, that you know, their scripts. Right. Uh, right. Aid is down nine percent. Uh. Yeah, well, that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Guys, you know what I think is the most exciting thing happening this week, though? Oh, man, now they're up again? Shoot. I thought, I was hoping, oh, man, I was hoping that my travel rebound stocks were going to kind of come down this week. No, they're, about, they're seems, up slightly. I know that seems counterintuitive, right? But, like, I want to lose money on them right now. It's $5.5 million dollars which is, you know, 25% of my portfolio or with margin less than that, less than 20% of my portfolio. And I want to lose money. Why do I want to lose money? Because I want to double down on them. I want to lose money this week on those stocks. I really want to try to time the bottom of this pandemic, like the worst point. And I want to double down on all that stuff. I'm we so already know it's one to two down, weeks to after Thanksgiving. One to two weeks after Thanksgiving. Probably, right? Probably so, but you could be competing with like FDA approval um, news and stuff like that at that point too. So it's kind of it's tough. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I'm so, so, trying. Hey, just to get... back to back to pharmacies for a second. Yeah. The uh, the biggest pharmacies by number of pharmacists is Walgreens, Boots, CVS, Walmart, Rite Aid. Hmm. Yeah. Those are the, those, those top four 
basically make up a huge percentage of of the market, and all yeah, of their stocks are down. This 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 is the uh, Walgreens. The number one with forty eight thousand pharmacists is Walgreens Boots, and um, they. The, the next closest is CVS with 31,000, then Rite Aid with 15,000, and then everything else is 10,000 or less. Yeah, but Dave, you want to know who really got crushed? GoodRx. Look at GoodRx. Oh, yeah. man, they're down like 30%. Because, um, you know, they're, they're, they're all about Ooh. discount yeah. prescription drugs, dude. Like, dude. Coupon codes. Are they even down enough? They should probably be down more <laughs> on this news. Yeah. So they got, they really got crushed there. So Jordan, I'm going to try, I'm trying to get our travel agent on the show this week. Uh, you have a travel agent? You do too. She booked your Disney trip. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to get her on the show this week because she told my wife that she was starting to see an uptick in cruise bookings. Um, and while, you know, we could pull a lot of this data, maybe not real time, but we can pull a lot of this data. I think what's really interesting in getting a travel agent on the show is understanding the sentiment of people that maybe haven't booked. Because if you think about it, a good travel agent, they it's almost like us studying conversational data and social data. People talk about something even before the transaction, right? So if transactions and bookings for trips and airfare and cruises and hotels, if that stuff hits a week from now, a travel agent might be able to get us a two to three day early window into what's happening because people are having those conversations, right, before they book. So I know that I'm a bit ahead of the curve. I'm definitely like bleeding edge when it comes to preparing and thinking about things and booking trips. And I'm booking a trip today for June, like me. I'm booking a trip today for, you know, for our holiday uh, in Florida. So I don't know how ahead of the curve I am, maybe a week, two weeks. But at some point, I think we're going to see a rush of people. Could you imagine... Don't you think the biggest conversation Thanksgiving, what do you think it is this year? Biggest uh, conversation besides no one wants to talk about, about politics, right? Anymore. They're like, no, you can't you, do that. You avoid that at Thanksgiving regardless. And the biggest, the biggest thing is like, how many, how'd you get here? And tell me about your travels and tell me if you are exposed to any people, because I'm going to be on the other side of the room from you. Uh, and then it's like, when we finally get out of this, what are you going to do? What is, what is the first thing you're going to do when you are allowed to travel again? Yes, exactly, Dave. I, I think the biggest conversation happening in th around Thanksgiving is people talking about where they're going to travel to and what they're going to do in next year. I feel like that day after Thanksgiving is a day that a lot of travel is going to get booked. I'm, I'm going to be studying the G-Trend charts that day. Like I'm going to be like laser focused on a bunch of tags. I, Jordan, we were talking about this yesterday. I was kind of accumulating, and you are too, like just tags for like cruise, like resort is a, is a word I like tracking. Like people that are searching for like, I search for stuff like the new resort or resorts that opened or resort California. Like those are, there's a lot of words that we could focus on. And as soon as you see that first major uptick, 
that that is when I'm doubling down. That is the day I'm doubling down. I uh, see. Uh, I, I already did. I jumped in early. Got all the airlines that I might want to be in. I ju I just did it early and set it and forget it because I know that well, it's going to happen eventually. Dave, let me ask you this: Is there a possibility that if you if I showed you data? Let's say I, I let's say I text you a bunch of data the day after Thanksgiving, and there's like an explosion of people searching for cruises and trips and all this stuff. Would you consider maybe buying some short-term call options, like the cherry on top of your trade, maybe a month out on some of these companies? Because the con the thesis is that if we see that data and we could arbit and we trade it quick enough. That, that that data will start to come out in the news over the course of the following days and week, one or two weeks later, right? Like, you know the cruise company is going to come out as soon as they see an uptick and be like, hey, we're seeing crazy demand yeah. because they want to spur the, the, the positive story of that demand, right? If you uh, This is what I always say. If you can show me the data, I'm in, right? I will, I will, go, I will triple down if you have good, reliable data. A sampling size of more than just your one travel agent friend, but I need to have her network of all of the yeah. other travel agents she works with in other parts of the country, other other demographics that aren't you and your family booking a trip to Florida. No, no, we're mixing anecdotal data, qualitative with, with quantitative, right? We're, we're going to quantum analyze this this whole situation. Quantum it for look me. At all of it. Yes. Look at all of it. Quantum Is that a word? So yeah. Quantumental is definitely a word. Yeah, it came about like seven years ago. People started using it on Wall Street. Wow. I, I've um, avoided Wall Street for at least seven years then. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my plan. That's my plan. I, I want you to show me the data because uh, I need to form a plan. <laughs> and luckily, oh, everybody here is uh, invited to join us because Chris doesn't show me any data without showing it to you guys too. So you know what to do: <laughs> subscribe, share, like, <laughs> ring the bell, do all the good things. Uh, yeah, I, I did talk to my neighbor about cruises, and they're already booked out for. He's already booked for next year. Personally, like for his personally, own, his own yep. cruise. Yeah, cruise is gonna cruise, man. Like yep. we, we know that. I honestly, I'm surprised that like the G trend data is not showing me much yet. Like it's really not showing me much in the last week. I, I'm a little surprised, but maybe well, not. Still, really. Everything's it's still down, right? It's still yeah. it still looks way lower than um, average. Yeah, well, you got to remember, Jordan. We start. We literally are going into the worst of the pandemic right yeah. now. So like, we shouldn't be surprised, but like. So people are not thinking like we're thinking, where they're so prepared for the worst of the pandemic that the vaccine was good news. To them, it's just all hitting them at once. Like, wait a second, the pandemic's getting this bad? Like, they're not thinking about it every day. So that's probably causing them not to want to go out and book a cruise mm -hmm. when we're hitting record numbers, right? So we got to time this thing just Perfectly. Do people uh, do people book cruises like way ahead of time, or do they just like yes. last minute? Even here. even here. like non-pandemic times, you're always booking a cruise super in advance. Okay. That's yeah. that's like so a, yeah, that's one of those trips that you do. Will, yeah, I'll never get on a cruise ship, so I don't. I have no idea. I was uh, I was looking to do a um, a cruise to Antarctica before any of this happened, and that's one that you book super far in advance. Uh, and you have to like go through South America to get there. It's 
That sounds insane. Wait, do you really? <laughs> yeah. That's a, how it's, long of a cruise is that? Well, you don't cruise all the way there. You fly to like the very tip of South America. Somewhere. Are you going to cruise there. or are you going to join the uh, um, Save the Whales guys while you're down there? Um, it would be a cruise, but even yep. the most luxury of cruise accommodations are still pretty adventure travel if you're yeah. doing that. Um, I was looking for, and I actually found one that looked just like amazing luxury, but the price tag for like a, a week, it's like, it's like a Tesla. I can either own a Tesla a or, tra or travel Antarctica for a week in semi-luxury. Yeah. How about would you... But by the way, I, I the the uh, cruise stock that I bought, up 5.7% today, Norwegian Cruise Line. Ding, ding, ding. Look at that. Hey, how's that One World uh, spa doing that, that I bought a ton of? Is that... What is the symbol on that? OWS, right? Uh, no. Or OS... W or I don't remember. Oh, here one one spa world one spa holding world, yeah, it's limited. OSW. Yeah, it's uh up. Not it's okay. It's like basically where I bought it. Same thing. Yeah, it's up what thirty five percent. Let's let's just look at. Yeah, but it's, how long I ago did you buy it? Like maybe a week ago. So yeah, it's down in the past week. It's up sixteen percent in um, the month though. Did you didn't buy it before this big spike? No, whatever. no, no, no. I I bought it up you know, pretty much where it is now, more or less, after that first spike. So are people going to book the cruise before they get their vaccine, or do you think they yes. are confident enough? Yes. They're going to be confident that enough that a vaccine is coming. Time. Yeah. Okay. But we still don't have a timeline on, like, when people can actually take the vaccine. No, we don't. Yes, but we do. We have, we have yes, a, we do. Do we, do we have that timeline? Yeah. We don't have a okay. definite timeline because nothing's actually been approved. But we have, if right. it gets approved, then we have this kind of rollout schedule. So that's you said, that's what I love about this trade, guys, is that there are so many, there are so many things that we know 99%, you know, that haven't officially been announced. We know. I'm going to say it right now. I know, minus like some crazy unforeseen thing that would be a complete and utter catastrophe, I know that they're going to receive FDA approval, Moderna and Pfizer, yeah. okay? Now, the rest of the world doesn't fully appreciate the fact that that's done. It's a done deal, right? To me, it's a done deal. I also know that people are going to start getting this vaccine in December, first-line workers, I also know that normal people are going to start getting this vaccine in either January or February, right? And I think by the time we get into April, May, June, it's going to be a massive, massive, massive amounts of people, tens of millions, getting the vaccine. And yet the market and people in general don't fully appreciate that until it's right in front of their face, until they're like, it, until they come out and be like, we are going to do this many vaccinations this month. I could have told you they're going to do approximately that many that month right now. Yeah. But people are going to wait. And that's the ARB opportunity. That's the ARB. Because this, this is such a monumental event. It's so big. People don't realize how big it is. We've never had an event like this where people go from, you know, half the country not leaving their house to everybody not wanting to get in their house ever. Like, you just want to travel and you want to do stuff. That's happening. Like, in six months, guys, it's happening in like six to eight months. That's not long. And I'm kind of shocked that, you know, it, people aren't trading these things 
heavier than they are right now. And I hope they don't. I hope they don't for the next two weeks. I, I want to get in heavier. I think that we saw the giant spike up when they announced that 90% uh, vaccine news a week ago. That was the event that it was in people's face. That made it real for them. It jumped up, kind of trended down since. But I feel like we'll, we will have another one. Every time there's like a new official piece of news, you're going to see this little bump up. But you're completely right. People have not not fully bought in until like it's actually the headline on TV. Yeah. And we know it's yeah, going to happen. So it's one of those things. Just... These doctors and frontline workers taking the vaccine. And that's why um, I went, I, I did my trade the day that everything was at these new, new multi-month highs. I did my trade anyway, because I didn't want to miss out the, on, on the continued upswing once the rest of the world and market figured out that, uh, that this is actually happening. And I did too. I just got to get in the other half. By the way, how about that toilet paper episode we did last week? Kimberly Clark has been going up every, my trade is going up every day and I'm getting texts from people like Patrick just texted me. He's like, I cannot believe that, uh, that stores are running out of toilet paper and paper towels again. This morning, my wife talked to me about Amazon sent us a message, Dave, because you got us on that weekly deal or like regular scheduled paper towel. Yeah. They sent us a message saying, that they no longer have our brand in stock for our routine delivery, whatever from Amazon. That's what like that was my rant the other day because I couldn't get the ones that I wanted. And as a backup, yeah. just in case, even though I'm living at least a month in the future on my paper towel stock, I bought some brawny. And these I do not like these compared to Bounty. Oh, brawny's <laughs> all right. It's not good. I just wish everybody in America would get on the the regular train with toilet paper you just get it once a month or whatever and then we don't have to have any of this like hoarding toilet paper the fact that people are still going to stores to buy rolls of toilet paper as needed is a weird thing to me because i've been on the subscription plan with amazon the whole world just needs amazon just pff, amazon just done amazon subscribe and save for your toilet paper yes. and we can all solve this problem it's I totally and save up agree. to 15 percent when you have your five items per month delivered yeah. But guys, or if you're going to stockpile, stockpile like a squirrel does, like I do. <laughs> you don't stock. You don't start stockpiling like the day before the winter starts. Okay, for the dark winter. That's you think a squirrel spends the entire summer burying nuts. Okay, what did I do when the squirrels were out? You spent the summer, entire summer burying nuts your nuts, burying them. <laughs> yeah, I bought to, when toilet paper and paper towels were. So ample, you can get them anywhere a few months ago. That's when I stocked up. I'm not stocking up now. I'm not like running around now looking for toilet paper. It's very simple stuff. I um, forgot where I had stashed some paper towels because my normal storage places were all full. I, I have way more paper towels than I thought I did. And toilet paper. I found another whole case of that too. Be prepared. Oh, boy. <laughs> We need a uh, Chris the Squirrel t-shirt now. <laughs> New shirt idea. Stockpile like a squirrel. And we could have oh, a picture of... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I'm just going H... so to make a comment about, about Chris's H nuts. Home Depot. 
Home Depot came out with earnings, I think, today. They're down a little bit, even though their earnings, I think, were great. But, you know. Yeah, they like, are down. Home De- Jordan, you're a Home Depot guy. Like, it's a stock. I'm in it just like you're in it. But it's not something that I follow. I don't even care that much on earnings, right? Like, they're down 3%-ish today, it looks like, something like that. But I don't yeah, who care. Who cares? Yeah, yeah I, care. I mean, they're they kind of just up and down over the past few months, anyway. Well, well, let's talk about why we're in Home Depot and Lowe's. It, we're, we're in it because we believe it's one of the very few companies, and, and we think this is underappreciated, so it does fit in our, our methodology. We think it's a company that win. It's a win-win. They win during the pandemic, and they win when we come out of the pandemic, right? Like, like it just they're going to win both ways. Well, um, we know that so- there's um, shortages of houses in certain pl- in certain areas, and so. You know, they're, they're also they benefit from trade. home building and and they're a Biden trade and they're a stay at home redo all of your yeah um, so it's it's do, it's hard to find those stocks that fit into all of our themes and Home Depot just kind of it's not exciting but it fit into the, all the themes but primarily for me it's a Biden stock and you know I think <laughs> again this is one of those things where we know Biden's going to be president but it's still in the back of everyone's head there's like until Trump concedes. Uh, you know, is it a hundred percent? In my mind, it's a hundred percent. But I don't think the world has it at a hundred percent. I mean, betting markets only had it at ninety-two percent a week really? ago. Which, how crazy is that? That's crazy. <laughs> so um, you should, I think you a should lot make a giant trades... bet. It's too bad that you can't make giant bets in these betting markets because <laughs> they li- they limit it. They, you have to go to other countries to be, make a big bet on something like it's that. It's a no- it's basically it's a novelty. It's it's a loss leader novelty to get people in in doing real stuff. Uh, I do think that uh there is more room in the Biden stocks because Biden is still like I think after he's in office, I think there will be another blip in all the Biden stocks, right? Because it's like, okay, this is real. This is actually happening now. Uh, so I what's going on with that, that yet? I mean, are we uh, are we past all the lawsuits and all that stuff? Are we yeah? So on Trump, a clear path, pretty much every lawsuit yeah. has been thrown out. Uh, okay. Biden yeah. is now his legal team quit last night. His head Pennsylvania, his top legal team, uh, quit last night. And but Giuliani's uh, still running way, around playing is... lawyer, right? Well, well, Giuliani took over for the Pennsylvania legal legal team this morning. And listen, apolitical guys, I know we got a lot of Trumpers, we have a lot of right wing, left wing, I don't care, doesn't matter here, we're about money. Um, we're just talking about how this is going to impact our investments, right? Yeah, not not uh, political, it, I, I just think Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani is an interesting character. <laughs> yeah, he's a character. I laugh at him he as a character. character, not as a political statement. I don't even think yeah. he's a real person, he is just a character. He's like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> he really it's a, is a vampire a who can't keep his pants on in movies. Ooh, yeah, that was a that was a tough that was a tough scene. It, it, was, it was hard to tough. watch. It was it was hard to watch. I didn't like the movie though. No. I thought the movie was like there were moments when it could have been great, but it was just like so, it was forcing everything so hard to actually be a scene. Uh, you know what I do like though? I do like the new season eight we were talking about last night. Uh, season eight of uh, Below Deck. I watched. We watched the first episode last night. I like it. I, a good one. I'm. I never got into Below Deck, so um, but I might start this new season because I've heard good things. 
The great thing about it is you really don't need to like you can jump into season eight and you'll be right up to well, speed. Yeah, it's new, you don't it's need new like the whole cruise, you don't right? need the whole thing. Oh oh Jordan, all I do I only watch I only watch uh below deck met. So I never watch this one with Captain uh the guy captain. What's his yeah. name? Will or whatever. Like this is I don't think I've ever seen a full season of him. So I just jumped right in season eight. Yeah. So I saw that the uh the crown has dropped a new season, which is a show that that I have watched every season of. Uh and as I was like I, I didn't watch it, I because Megan's not here and she wants to watch it with me. But uh they had a pop-up notice that Netflix is raising the rates across the board that I had to accept before I was allowed yeah, to you even didn't get in. Well, yeah. I knew it was going to happen, but this is the first time that in my face I saw a pop-up that said, We're raising the rates. Click OK to continue. Call us if you want to cancel or something. I have rotated out of my Netflix subscription. Really? No longer subscribed. Dude, you are so cheap. <laughs> you really are. I'm Unbelievable. keeping my $15 a month. I'm keeping what? It. I'm keeping my $15 a month. I'm Jordan, you might be the only person in your in your wealth bracket in the world that goes in and out of Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Do you want to hey, hey, get Jordan? I, I will give you a login. I get two months. I can watch everything and then bounce. Jordan, we should split. We should just split an account. <laughs> that goes in and out of Netflix. Could there be? I, I, I honestly, I think I'm on all the services. Although I have gone super cheap on my uh, live television because I never watch live TV. So I have like this crazy low uh, streaming only package. It's less than twenty bucks a month because I was paying crazy money for shows that I don't watch. So I am cheap that's there. I, that's the deal with Netflix. Like I feel like when I go in fresh, I see like ten things I want to see. I see them, and then I don't see anything else. So I'm like, you know, why would I pay for something that I don't need? So Dave, I want to start a service numbers, that has uh, that that basically does that for you. That basically it gives you a shared access. And then you just pay per use as you actually want to use a service. And it's seamless. Right. It has to be like no friction. You basically just turn your TV on, click Hulu, and it logs you into some Hulu login. It doesn't matter whose. It's just a big shared system just for the time you're watching. And then as soon as you turn it off, that log login becomes available to other people. And it just works. I don't know why that system doesn't exist. You've been wanting that for it, it would violate everyone's eventually. terms of service, but... Yeah. It, it will eventually happen. But, but like just to give you an idea, I was going over my annual budget and Jordan's was less than a third of my and I think I am like super other than travel, like travel we go I go crazy. But other than travel, I'm trying to be super frugal on everything we do and spend money on here. Jordan was literally less than a third of my <laughs> monthly spend level. I, but he's like tweaking his energy consumption in his house, like turning his like, Oh my electric my electric bill last month was under a hundred dollars. How's that possible? I've got this variable speed pool pump that I've like tuned all the way down. It's it just barely trickles water around in the winter, and so it's that's the biggest savings, right? Um, Dude, lots of other things. All of our home media it. equipment, I put on a. A switch so I can just turn it to totally off because those all the receivers and all that stuff takes a ton of power so I only power that on when I'm actually using the room I've gone through everything I've gone through that everything would make a lot of sense because I have a rack in my movie room that has a lot of equipment in it including audio for that I'm like I you're probably right Jordan that's probably it just sits there and it like it gets warm because it's consuming electricity 24 7 just 
turn off. Yeah. And yeah. for the rack that Chris has in his media room, I have two racks side by side of automation. Like the whole house is one giant computer. And that room has its own fan because of the heat that it generates. So I know that I'm just cranking through electricity. Just wasting electricity. Purely yeah. to be able to have my li the light switches talk to a computer to decide what brightness they want to be on. And there is a there's a laptop in there purely so that I can access it when I need to change a setting or something. And there's like two full racks of like amps and tuners and I don't even know what else in there. Routers. Oh there's there's like God. this this strip, you know what an office looks like where they have those patch bays of like like oh, yeah. all all the things routed together. I have yeah. like three of those. I've got I've got one, but that's like I said, it's off. It's not doing anything right now. It it stresses me out. Oh, by the by the way, guys, we're out of SPH. We talked about it last week. Uh, it's a weather trade. And by the way, speaking of weather trade, we need to do a weather you episode. You guys want to. Keep, stay tuned. I think tomorrow, guys, could we do it tomorrow, you think? We're going to do our weather episode tomorrow, trading the weather, because there is some meaningful weather to talk about right now. You might not realize it, but uh, there's a whole bunch of trades to potentially make that I haven't made yet. I, I mean, I got out of SPH, but... I mean, I I'm, told you all about the weather. Before we yeah. even went in, oh. you before you even went into SPH, I told you it was going to be a warm winter. Oh, I know the you did. Almanac, you, never, you never doubted. When you told me, Dave, you're, you had an exact 50% chance of being 100% <laughs> right. Your weather almanac or hey, whatever that thing I, is. It's... I, th those are odds that I'll play. If I was a TV weather person, I would be pointing to a map and just, I'd be right about half the time. Yeah. No. <sighs> We're going to do our weather episode. You're so Pete down like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got the shrooms episode coming. We're having an issue with the shrooms episode. Yeah, it's hard to get people to... on to talk about their experience with mushrooms. Yeah, and they're like, they're freaking out. They don't want to be outed yeah. doing illegal drugs. But it's like, well, I get it's... it. But like, you, your employer, you know, could have a problem with it if if you but, happen. But to are any of these people we employed? Could disguise them. We could disguise them. No, I, I put, already like, have been working on the technology for a disguise. Let me see if I can find the... Uh... My favorite disguise that you brought up were the those gold sunglasses. Um, <laughs> wait, sunglasses. can I just say, Drew Seth, no, Chris did not have a 50% chance when he called a Biden win, okay? And when I called the Biden win, the Trump odds were like 6-1 to one that Trump was going to win. The whole world was like no chance for Biden at that moment in time. So, yeah, I get what you're saying, but if you look at the exact hour window when I made the call, it was so Trump was winning. Like, it was so, the whole world was Trump was winning. So, not necessarily 50-50. 20% chance? Yeah, I'll take that. Um, did I call before? I don't think I called before his odd spike, guys. I, I No, I you, you were definitely... Right I mean, they may have been trending back in that direction, but I remember specifically that the odds were against you when you were making that prediction. Um, guys, we need to look. I keep getting pinged, and and now people are pinging me on the ANF trade on the Charlie. I swear, if I miss this trade because I had some of our ticker tags people. Oh man, no, what? it's up so much. 
Abercrombie. I think we missed the trade, dude. Wait, wait, what's going on with Abercrombie? Abercrombie. Charlie D'Amelio was like her. Remember, she had her big Abercrombie deal. Yes. And I was just so distracted with other stuff. It looks. People still shop at Abercrombie. Well, with Charlie, it's a it's a brand that has. Yeah, it has uh, some buzz because of Charlie D'Amelio. Oh my gosh. I don't know that we could even do an episode now. Is there really any social arb left there? I mean, we'll, we'll look at it. No, it's at, it's at year-to-date highs. It's at pre-pandemic <laughs> highs. Guys, people, Moran Prep says we should do a giveaway. We we did huge get. We gave away an iPhone. Wait, did we, we ever give away that? a Peloton? Like, oh, no, we didn't. We wanted to give away an iPhone, but then Apple went down. We did give away a Peloton. Okay, and we are going to be giving away stuff. We're going to start, we're going to ramp up our giveaways. We have a plan. It's a structured plan. It's well thought out. Um, just That sounds just like you're making it us. up as you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, a structured we're, we're, plan we're, that we will announce as soon as we structure it. No. <laughs> I, um, I, I did find the uh, the disguise technology that I was talking about. We are, we're ready to go if anyone yeah, wants well, to come uh, on the show hold on. and got, talk we've about We've got a really their... good suggestion from the audience. We could give away a Tesla. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you just you you're still up a Model Three. I don't think I want to give away a Tesla. That just that just seems. How about if we ever hit a million subscribers on this channel, you give away a Tesla? I say you because I'm I'm not involved. Zero percent chance I'm giving away a Tesla. <laughs> I'll say this: I'm open to maybe giving away a Tesla if we hit a million subs. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying a hundred percent right now, but I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. Okay. Uh, it's very. When, when will you make that decision? At the half million mark. But uh, yeah, I'll make the decision by the half million mark. Yeah, I will. I'll make it. Get us to hmm. half a million, and I will definitely make that decision. And I'm. I'm not just. You know me. I don't just float that out there like a BS thing. Like I will seriously think about it. But if we do it, it has to be. Can we? How how much dumb money? Stuff can we get put on that? We have obviously the we can get a full full money. wrap. We can get a full dumb money branded Tesla made. Tesla. They do the Teslas actually look really cool with the wraps. And if we had a everybody wraps their Tesla. That's the that's the thing to do. Do they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, you get a matte a matte. You either uh, yeah you with either a, with, uh, with you either green stripe on it or you get them color corrected and then you get the ceramic coating. That's uh, you, you got two options. Dude, I had I had no idea. Um, I'm open to it. it. We should we should like spec one out to see what it would look like if it looks really cool. Uh, yeah, having a dumb money dumb money Tesla would be cool. All right, guys, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I got I haven't been on Discord in like a week, dude. I, I feel like I'm missing out on so much stuff. We do have the weather episode. We have the shrooms episode. We have a cannabis episode coming up. Um, we have two or three others. We have we have a lot of fun stuff coming up, guys. So just you know, stick with us. Hit that bell. Give us a thumbs up today, guys. Please, it helps. We need we need that algo help. We're not going to get to half a million without everybody pitching in. I think um, just during the live show, we are already at four hundred and eighty-three thumbs. So that's that's awesome. But I know that that's far less than like a quarter of you have actually taken the time to hit the thumb. <laughs> so I'm actually. For for the for those that did do it during the live show, I really appreciate it. And for those who didn't, shame, shame on all of you. Uh, Amazon's up twenty seven now. It makes Look, me feel a little up. better. Five thirty. Um, I like that 
Peloton is hanging in there, you know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good too. I'm feeling good today. I'm up six figures today. I'm feeling good. Let's let's end it on a high note. Are you? All right, do all the I, stuff, Dave. No, I don't. We don't. We've already done all the stuff. Oh, I thank wait, everyone I for watching. I'm just trying to see if we can get up to a thousand thumbs before we say goodbye. Dude, I had something to say, and it was really. Important. This could be our most liked video for no reason other than us pandering at the very end, telling you to thumbs up. Get to a thousand, and Chris will even start thinking about giving away a Tesla earlier than a half a million subscribers. Oh, hey guys, let me just say this. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say much, but you guys already know. I think you know, Jordan. I think I talked to you yesterday about this. Maybe I didn't. We have. Oh yeah, you were on the call yesterday. We have the biggest news ever. The biggest news ever as it relates to our Pokemon dumb money Vegas party. Okay. I don't think that this is the time to ex we're not express. Gonna okay, it. we're not going to say it. We have a lot. I want them to a know lot of that we moving have, parts. They need to know that we have huge news coming soon, like bigger than we would have. Is it bigger than you would have anticipated? Like way bigger, I, way bigger. Yeah, I. It's going to be awesome. All we're going to say is keep your calendar open. For the for entire October. fall of 2021. <laughs> fall of because 21. we do not even know a month yet. It's going to be fall it, it, <laughs> or winter. You realize people can just watch us like on the internet. They can do it from wherever. It's not. No. No, no this, this is an in-person well, event. Yeah, yeah. This will, yeah. This will be There's a, be there's a, a chance event, that you can but... attend in person. No. If you get a wedding invitation and it's in the fall, just hold off. Just hold off before you say yes. Because check with us. By the way, we will send out a save the no date. Nobody should be doing weddings in the fall. That is that's football season. Agreed. I don't want to go to your wedding when I've got an AM game to watch. Uh, agreed. So now we need to make sure we don't do this during an AM game too. I guess that's, that's right. part of it. Uh, <sighs> There's so many okay. schedule conflicts. Uh, I will. We'll have it all figured out soon. Stay tuned. I have to. I have to fly back to this country to attend this because I'm sure I'll be living somewhere else by then. <laughs> you will definitely need to fly back to the country from Antarctica, wherever you, you're going to be. <laughs> you uh, can't live in Antarctica. There's just not enough luxury hotels, <laughs> or any, <laughs> or any stable, land-based environments. Six hundred and fifty right, likes. We can't get a thousand likes. Come on. What are you? Everybody, smash the like button. We're, we're plateauing. Okay, guys, would you please cross your fingers for Neo? I know a lot of people in the community are invested in Neo earnings today. I guess tonight. I don't know. I'm in. I'm in it. Half a million, almost. Cross, I'm in it. Wish us the best. Way, of luck. way less than that. You. I can't believe you have a half million dollars in that stock. I know, but I have like, dude. I'm back up to twelve and a half million in margin. I'm about to be up at 20 million in margin at some point in the next two weeks. It's but I'm sure Neo's not even a marginable stock. Like, what is your actual like remaining buying power? You need to you need to keep a close eye on that buying power when you're doing crazy things like it putting 100 maintenance requirement half a million dollars. Point, Dave, I have 9.7 million. We just lost him. He gone. He, he forgot Did his to uh, battery die. Pay the, pay, <laughs> forgot to pay his uh, internet bill or something. Oh, oh no! Oh, no, there's jiggle the camera, uh, Chris. You look. Wait, you look like you're no, I barely have, there. Um, there we go. I thought you had a generator for this stuff. 
I have nine. I have nine point seven million of margin left. Wait, am I back? We hear you, but we cannot see you. Yeah, he's Blair Witch style. You can kind of see. It, him. It's like a ghost of you ghost, is, is uh, remaining. Blue ghost, Chris. Well, but oh, you now can... we just have a Skype logo. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I have... What's going on? Oh, wait, here I go. I'm back. Well, you think you're back. You're actually just Blair Witch still. But you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So I wanted you to know I had 9.7 million left. So I I could... I will have, you know, 22 million of margin in the next couple weeks on margin. So does that make you nervous? I, I can only imagine how nervous it makes Jordan because that makes me nervous... I'm not and, nervous at all because I don't do crazy stuff. So like, I'm fine. If you want to do crazy stuff and uh, yeah, but Jordan, you know that this means that the Camillos might have to move in with you. <laughs> I'd love it if they lose everything. The whole family. We got space. We got two extra rooms. You you know, kids would have to share a room. But <laughs> I think you have a static image of me. All right. Let, no, we don't have anything. This. I don't like I don't like the way I look in that image. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you haven't hit the like button, you really should. We're going to say goodbye. We're done money. We will see you here tomorrow. Mm.